Welcome to The Outpouring with Executive Pastor Bob Oliver of the New Covenant Church of Philadelphia. I want you to turn to uh, quickly to John chapter 4. We want to give you a couple key things. John chapter 4, very important. You all right? Amen. I always ask my wife, is she all right? I love when he asks me. I say, you all right? Sometimes I'm not okay. <laughs> and I so need I'm to always be asking, are you all right? <laughs> Thank you, husband. Amen. So John chapter 4, verse 32. It says, but Jesus said unto them, I have meat to eat that you know not of. The context is they, they were asking Jesus, are you hungry, man? Get him something to eat. And he said, therefore, said the disciples one to another, hath any man brought him something to eat? And Jesus says again, my meat is to do the will, my God, of him that sent me and to finish the work. My sad, that word meat means nutrients. That word meat means satisfaction. So when you are beginning to pray with people, Elder Joanne, the Spirit of God releases your satisfaction. When you begin to go out and witness to people, there's a dimension of satisfaction that's released to you because Jesus said, my meat, my satisfaction is to do the work and to do it so much that I realize I'm on a time frame. You heard Pastor Bob say this morning. Here's the, here's the deal. You don't have as much time as you think. You don't have as much time as you think. Jesus had three years to finish his ministry. He had three years to lay the track for the kingdom of God. So you don't have as much time as you think. That's why you have to surrender yourself to his will. That's why, you, that's why when, you, and when you start to do his will, you will find a degree of satisfaction in doing his will. Here's the lie. Here's the trick of the enemy. The trick of the enemy is this, that we live our lives saying, I don't really know what God wants me to do with my life. I don't know my purpose. I don't know God's agenda for my life. If you put the big rocks in, he'll give you the small rocks. Here's a big rock. He wants to use you to reconcile the world. He wants to use you to be part of his plan for redeeming mankind back to him. Do you realize how big of an agenda that? In other words, he chose you before the foundations of the world to be part of his plan of redeeming mankind back to him. So he's now gonna send you on assignment. So if you don't know what to do, one of the first things yeah. you can do is what the scripture says, be a witness. Yes. And that's why we gave you practical steps so that when we tell you, oh, be a witness, be a witness how, Janine, make the list. Yeah. Register for Saturday. Go to the back, make sure you get the messages before you leave so that you can register for Saturday. And so, and all of those things, Pastor Bob, are preparing us to be a witness. And you might ask yourself, well, what is a witness? 
A witness is a person that validates the claim. So when you are a witness, you validate the claim that he's alive. You validate the claim that he's king. God, oh, somebody better help me. You validate the claim that I was once lost, but now I'm found. You validate the claim that he transformed my life. You validate the claim that I was in the miry clay. I was on crack cocaine, but now I'm clean. You validate that claim. You validate what happened to you. I almost lost my mind, but if it had not been, ha. Ha, he's on that's what it means to be a what? A witness. A witness. You validate he's still king. Woo. He's still on the throne. He's still God. Yeah. You might have saw me win, but now you see me right now. Uh -huh. he, that's who gave that to Nate. That's who gave yeah, that yeah, to yeah, Josh. Yeah. That's who gave that to Grace. Yeah. He, he gave it to him. Thank you, Why? Because he's king. Hallelujah. Why? Because he's God. Hey. Why? Because he reigns supreme. Yeah. Why? Because he's the potentate. Why? Because he's immortal. Why? Because he lives forever. Why? Because he's inside of me. Hey, the and when I walk up on you, Woo. I bring the kingdom of God. And I'm a witness Woo. for what happened yeah. in my life. Yeah. I'm a witness for what turned my marriage around. Yeah. I'm a witness that you can be broke. And he'll say, do it again. Hallelujah. You can have nothing. Yeah. And say, all you need is me. Go in the meeting. Share your presentation. But God, I've done it so long. You're a witness for me. Hallelujah. And when I release it to you. Hallelujah. When I give it to you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. For my glory. Hallelujah. For your good. For my glory. Thank you, Jesus. And so you ain't got to struggle with what to share. What Just do the police look for? The police look for and they say, are there any witnesses? Are there any witnesses? Did you see? We're, we're I, looking for witnesses. Did you see any witnesses? Did you, did, you, did you see anything? Come on. Did he do anything? Hey. Did he bring you back from anything? Did you see him run around the corner? Did you see him stab somebody? Did you see him take something? Did you see him lift you up? You need to, I'm looking for witnesses. And if you are a witness, call this number. Bob, call this number. Woo. Joe, call that number. Oh. Why? Talk about what you saw. Talk about what he did. Woo. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah. That's what it means to be a witness. You, you, he's, saying, he's saying, you are a witness. You don't just do witness. Yeah, 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 that's you, good. You, I, am I am a witness. Hallelujah. Of what he did. It's not something you do, it's something you are. You are. You are a witness. You shall be my witnesses. Jesus. So whether you on the bus, come on. Tell him. Be a witness. He's dying. Tell him. Be a witness. Tell him what oh. Tell him what he did. Tell him the Wawa story. Tell him. Tell them. Tell the Wawa story. Tell them. Watch this. 
So we're in Wawa. Thank you, Jesus. And we see a guy I grew up in the neighborhood with. And he said, yo, what's up, bro? I said, how you doing? He said, oh, I'm struggling. He said, my kidneys are gone. Now, Janine's brother had just had a kidney transplant. So I said, you're not. He already told us the felt need, Doug. So he said, my kidneys are gone. We're a witness. He just give you money to get stuff from Wawa. You're going to interact with people. And so we said, can we pray for you? What do you think he said? He said, sure. So we prayed for him. Thank you, Jesus. He started crying in the middle of the Wawa parking lot. He started crying in the middle of the Wawa parking lot. Thank you, Jesus. He said, something happened to me. I saw him six months later. No, 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 no. I saw him last week at the Wawa because we were going to gas stations buying Eagles hoodies and all that. He comes, he comes up to my car. Brandy was there. You were there. He lifts yeah. up his shirt. You were witness. <laughs> he, Doug, he lifts up his shirt and he said, I got my kidneys. Shabbat. Guess what he said? Guess what he said? Brandy, you were there, you were witness. That's what he said. He said, as long as I live, God may hear me. God, I will never forget that prayer. I was dying, but you stopped in the Wawa parking lot, grabbed your wife, she had an anointing on her because she didn't want her brother to die. So she prayed. And he said, I never forgot that prayer. Thank you. And he showed me the scars. I got my kidneys. Sometimes the witness is so strong. There was a gentleman that called me who grew up in the old neighborhood. He said, I see you. That's how the street talks. He said, I see you on Facebook. The old neighborhood. He said, I need you to call me. And I, when I called him, he told me his story. He said, oh, when I was selling drugs, I had a shoebox under my bed of $90,000. He said, but guess what? I could never get good rest because people were calling me all night, calling me all night, calling me all night. I'm constantly getting up, getting up, servicing people. But watch this. He said, I would have given the whole box away of the 90 grand just to get peace. He go to witness. Now, our Jesus says, I'm the prince of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You shall be led forth with. Peace. Oh, God, y'all better. Come you, on. That's you, you, you. So when I prayed for him, you're talking about a 50-year-old man on the phone crying like a baby. You are a witness. And the more I did it, 
the more he gave me a burden. So sometimes you don't get the burden from just talking about it. You get the burden from doing it. You get the burden from doing it. And watch this. And then you get strength because some people will reject you, but they're not rejecting him. They're rejecting you. I'm going to tell this last story. That's right. 1976. I had to be about seven or eight months old. My mother was, my mother was on 76. I think at that time you just had to hold the baby. It wasn't any baby in car seats. I think you just had to, you had to hold the baby, right? You had to like do something like that or whatever it was. So she gets in a car accident, turns the other way on 76. A lady comes up to her car, led by the Holy Ghost. And she said, ma'am, you almost died today. Are you ready to be saved? My mom looked at her and said, no. Watch this. She, my mother got saved 10 years later, but she never forgot to witness. That, that's what I'm, that's, what I'm, that's the, that's, so, so God is not asking you to close a deal. He's just saying, be a witness. Be a witness. <laughs> See, you get frustrated because you think you got to close the deal. Be a witness. But be a witness, Brandy. God. <laughs> and every, every thing that my mother does and everything that I do, she points back to that witness. Y'all know how deep that is? She said, I would have never been where I am today had it not been for that lady who planted that seed. She said, ma'am, you almost died. Are you ready to give your life to Christ? Be a witness. Be a witness. The glory is in the going. Shabbat. The more obedient you are to yes, going, Shabbat. the Come stronger on. you get, oh, the more confident you get, yes, yes, the more yes. you start to study your word, yeah, yeah, the more yeah, on yeah, fire yeah. you get. It's like turning yeah, it, yeah, yeah, turning yeah, it up, yeah, yeah, yeah. turning it up, turning yeah. it up, turning yeah. it up a little bit better, yeah, you know, yeah, a little, yeah, a little yeah. higher. Yeah. Can I say the part about the reapers? You can say anything you want yeah, to say the way you preach it. Listen, listen, watch this, watch this. <laughs> watch this. I tell her I preach better when I have my vessel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this, this vest is anointed, y'all. <laughs> Show him the vest. Woo, when he put that on, I say it's going to be trouble today, y'all. Watch this. Watch this. Lord have mercy. Married on purpose, Pastor Bob. Married on purpose. I was working and God had to put me to sleep. And when I woke up, I said, my God, my God. This is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. I need to marry you, y'all. Some of y'all were witnesses there. Uh-huh. Watch this. Chapter 4 of John, he says, verse 37, And herein is the true saying, uh-oh, One soweth, and another reapeth. Verse 38, this is going to blow your mind. I sent you to reap whereupon you bestowed no labor. God help me. Other men labored and you entered into their labors. Now yeah. watch this, watch this. Some of us have people in our families that are unsaved. They wild, super wild. My father used to say super wild. Just gone, he was gone. 
but we are praying for our family members. We get frustrated because we think we have to close the deal. But according to the Bible, he says other men will enter into your labors. Just like you're going to enter into some people labor next week when we go out. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so what, what, what do we mean here, Nene? What we mean is you've been praying for your husband. You've been praying for your nephew. You're praying for your niece. You're praying for your auntie. And you think you're going to close the deal. But according to this, he's saying other, other men and women are going to enter into the labor of prayer and reap the prayer. That's right. That's why as a community, that's why we have to come together as a community and be inspired together because you don't know who knows who. You don't know who God will say, I want you to win. You, you, he, said, he might say, you're going to get this award, you're going to get the money, but I want you to do this one thing. You ain't here for the money because you're my son and you're my daughter. I want you to be on that high platform and tell them about me. That's right. Because if you just get the money, nothing. what makes you different from them? Witness to them. That's why I want you, as we're praying for people, you don't have to worry. This is what you want to pray. You want to pray for the people that's going to enter into your labors. Your labors of what? Your labors of prayer. That's why, listen, God is so good that he will allow you to reap what other people paved. The reason as to why we're weak, Pastor Bob, I want you to get this. One of the reasons as to why we're weak is because we live in what we call one generation anointing. That means when the, when the, when the generation before us passes away, they don't transfer what they had. It's kind of like when you see people who die, but they never transfer what they had to the next generation. So what God intended was you move in the anointing of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's why the wells teaching was important last week. That's why you gotta get the wells teaching. You gotta study it to understand. He was digging, that was based yeah, on a generational yeah, yeah. blessing. So he was, mm. when you had a well, it meant you, you owned something. You, yes. you were establishing something. And so we got to get that well word. That well word was prophetic for the house. Did you receive that? Did you receive that? And so you don't have to move. You don't have to move in one generation anointing. That's why God says this. For God so loved the world that he gave. He cannot love you and not give you anything. You can't love your spouse and not give them anything. You can't love your children and not give them anything. So God is saying, I can't say that I love you because I am love. And because I am love, I got to set you up. So what's his gift to us? The kingdom. That's why he says, fear not, Luke chapter 12. He says, fear not, little flock. It's your father's, watch the father's heart. Watch, it's going to be transmitted to you. Fear not, it's the father's good pleasure to give you, God, I hope you, to give you the kingdom. What's that mean? To give you rulership. Yeah, yeah. To give you an inheritance. To give you dominion. God, to give you authority over drugs. To give you authority in the earth. 
to give you rulership, to make you a person of influence, to give you the light, because everything is going to draw to the light. So he's saying, I'm going to make you a light in the world. That's why we're part of a kingdom of light. So when he gives you that, he's saying, son, daughter, this is how I'm going to set you up. And this is why he says, watch this, seek ye first, watch this, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. It's not a religious term, it's a legal term, to be in right standing with him. That's why the consecration was so important. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Now watch this, and all of these things that the world is chasing shall be attracted to you. As you chase God. As you chase God. So what happens is he makes you attractive. God, he makes you a magnet. Contract, shum. People, shum. Opportunity, shum. They say, who is that guy? But when they come upon you, what will you know you are? A witness. That's it. I think that's it. That's it. We can drop the mic. My goodness. We can drop the mic. Come on, stand to your feet. Hallelujah. We can drop the mic. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you're done, Hallelujah. you're done. Drop the mic. I think that's it. Shoot. She can take me out now. <laughs> I think I can take him out. Especially I'm with gonna, this a, a, going to Pastor Bob, I'm going to take her out now. Oh, no, she's going to take me out. I'm going to take him out I'm going to spend today. her money today. <laughs> mm -hmm. Reciprocate. We love you, New Covenant. Before we... Uh, do the altar call. Yes. I just want to give you a couple, just give you these reminders one Amen. more time. Amen. Make sure you see Kia and the and and Kian. Kian? Yes. Kian. I, I don't want to mispronounce his name. Kian. And Kia in the in the Narthex. If you don't get the messages, you have to get signed up. Make sure you make your list and bring your people with you next Sunday. We want to make sure also that you register so that we can be prepared to serve you well in the prayer station training, which is going to be right at Eagles in the chapel next Saturday from 9 to 1. It's going to include training, 9 to 2, include training, lunch, and then going out. And then if you can go back to the video or remember this, get together Philly at newcovenantchurch.org. We'll give you some more information, but that's the email where you can email us if you have questions. But most of all, we really need your help. And so you're gonna get some more information about how you can be on the leadership team of individuals who are needed to really make this vision of God manifest for New Covenant Church of Philadelphia. You love us, New Covenant? Come on. I want you to know that we love you. We Amen. love you. Amen. Thank you. Want you to altar go? You put me on the spot. Amen. Father, we thank you for this sacred place. We thank you that it's a place where we can weep, where we can give you thanks where we can dance, where we can have joy, where we can come to you on behalf of other people. And so, Father, we know that because we accepted you and we believe in you, and we believe that you came into the earth and that you, you gave your life on the cross, you bled and died for us, but most of all, that you rose again in glory. And so we see the cross and we see the crown and we've accepted that and we believe it and we confess that you are Lord. 
But we also know, Father, that there's some who haven't had that opportunity. And so we pray in the name of Jesus that you give them the courage and the boldness that if this word has touched their heart, that they will raise their hand or that they will go and text so that we can pray the prayer of salvation and be a witness to them in this moment so that they can experience the joy of knowing that Jesus is their Lord and their Savior. If that's you, just raise your hand and we'll pray for you right now. We thank you, Father, the blessings of the Lord that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it be upon your people. We pray, Father, that you would bless your people and they're going out and they're coming in. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us in service today. We pray that this ministry has been a blessing to you and your family. To give your gift of love and help keep this ministry on the air, visit nccop.church giving for all of the ways that you can donate to the ministry. Thank you so much for your generosity and God's blessings until we meet again.